So I'm in the studio today with our first guest, and this is really exciting because uh, I know this guy's work. Uh, he's a phenomenal filmmaker, colorist, also potentially a director now coming up, but we'll keep that under wraps. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm excited to be joined today by Owen Perry. So Owen Perry, welcome to Studio 29. Thank you so much. It's exciting for me too. Yeah, welcome to our, uh, our makeshift <laughs> I love it. setup I love here. It. This is uh, kind of like our first attempt at making both a podcast and video podcast, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. setting up some mics and some cameras and then using both. Oh, yeah. Why not? That's great. In this digital age. So <laughs> we got coffees. It's Monday morning and let's let's get right to it. So yeah. tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself, Owain. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I am, I guess, primarily a DP. Okay. Um, and I color as well and do all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I started out doing a lot of the kind of solo run and gun shooter stuff that's where i got my Amazing. my my start and that's i think really uh an excellent way to get into it because it, it totally is you yeah. learn editing you learn how to direct people <laughs> you learn how to shoot you learn it's how like to film light. school right oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely and then let's say you only pursue one of those things but mm-hmm. now you've got an understanding of what goes into it and i think that's really important absolutely um, yeah but yeah that's that's how i got started and wild uh for some reason i am where i am today well <laughs> on, on good merit yeah because like running gun setups i mean that's i think what a lot of filmmakers today are you know who maybe don't even have had a chance to go to film school yeah can pick up a camera can uh, be inspired by what yeah. they see you know, artists like you do or artists on YouTube or whatever else to then essentially create that. It's not a guerrilla style filmmaking per se, but like it's a very organic way yeah. of doing yeah. filmmaking. And it holds true in a lot of what you see today, yeah. especially in, well, narrative filmmaking, but also That's I think right. in documentary and commercial. Well, I, I didn't go to film school, so that was my you film school. You didn't go so to film school. You're right. So now I don't feel as bad because <laughs> I didn't go to film school. Eric ah, didn't go to film there school. We are. So. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. You can learn it now yourself. Yeah. I mean, certainly weren't able to do that, but now cameras are affordable. Exactly. You can find communities of people who are doing the same thing as you. Yeah. And you can grow together. Yep. And I, I mean... Film school, I'm sure if I went, I would have loved it because I do love learning, especially about this kind of stuff because that's what drives us. That's what we love doing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it would be fascinating to do that. But um, uh, I got my film school by by working with people and grabbing a camera and doing it myself. That's amazing. That, yeah. That's wild. So, and that's the thing, because like if you're inspired by, you know, somebody in a particular type of filmmaking, yeah. you know, you can learn so much mm-hmm. from just watching and observing and seeing camera techniques, shooting yeah. techniques, uh, editing techniques. That's right. Right. That's right. And it, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think it's, uh, it's beautiful now because I know many people also who, just switched careers into this. Yeah. Because you just can. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> the only prerequisite, it isn't a degree, it's your own creativity, right? So. Yeah. I think this time has really shown people that their skill set can be a lot more diverse than what they thought they had, right? Yeah. 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 I, I'm, we're going to go back and forth here on questions, and I'm sure. going to pop out now to uh, Eric, and Eric's going to pop in. 
And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what Eric has to say. Oh yeah, we'll play some elevator music here. Dun, 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 dun. In the switch over. What's going on? Hello, hello. How's it going, man? Wonderful. Now we're going to talk about what inspires you. Yeah. And what inspires you as a filmmaker, as a DOP? Yeah. You know, what inspires you for lens choices and yeah. camera angles and lights? Yeah. There's got to be some inspiration behind there. That's right. Yeah. Well, um, interesting. I, I guess it's in the same vein as, as the, what we were just talking about in terms of like starting out working with people, because working with people I find is, is a great way of uh, informing those choices. Absolutely. Because if you work with someone and see, oh, this director likes using this lens and this is the effect they get, um, then you can sort of save that. You're not going to use that on every job, but it, it, retaining those things is really nice because you can bring those out when you're like, oh, right. When I need to create this feeling, this is interesting. Or people working with people, I, I often... It, it inspires me because they might have the same idea for the same shot, yep. but they want to approach the angle differently, Absolutely. which gives it a different feeling in that sense. Yeah. And, and, and working with others who are really creative, yeah. who know what they're doing or just have ideas that are pushing things out a little bit more. I think that helps a lot oh, is your creative absolutely. team. Right. It really, right. really, really helps with yeah. your style and what you're yeah. doing. Well, that's the thing. Cause you, you maybe start out thinking, I want to make interesting images, but ultimately, as soon as you step on a set, it becomes everyone's image because exactly. everyone has input on that thing, exactly. right? And so you really heavily rely on other people's creativity, whether Absolutely. you like it or not. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it's a team sport, right? Yeah. And it's the same with photo shoots as well. When I'm of on course. a team project, yeah. you know, it's not just my eye anymore. There's a stylist involved. There's a yeah. makeup artist involved. That's right. And then we just, we play together with ideas to make sure we get the great right. shot. Yeah. It's the same with cinematography and exactly. filmmaking. Team efforts make yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, that's right. And so it's good when you find those people that really you know, inspire you or that just feel good to, to work with. Absolutely. Stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in the same room with just like a bunch so of good. creatives who mm. are just so amped to be there. Yeah. There's no better feeling. There's no better feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I guess is, um, is what makes me personally addicted to <laughs> doing this. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, filmmaking is my drug and I'm fortunate enough to be. <laughs> That's awesome. To be you know, yeah. paid to take it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> paid to take it. What kind of gear have different cinematographers kind of inspired you to use? Like what kind of techniques? Is there any kind of yeah. maybe filters or I've seen things like people putting Vaseline on their lens filters to yeah. make certain effects. Is there any maybe directors or DOPs that have inspired you to do anything like that? Yeah, I've, I've played with that kind of thing a lot. And, um, I, I've certainly shot, like short films are fun to do. Of course. Because that's where you kind of get to play with you're that allow, stuff. You're allowed more. to experiment. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, it's really one of those things that depends on the project, but it's, uh, it's, it's fun to be able to, to push for those things. Absolutely. That will make something interesting. Like I, when I look at something I've shot that we were trying to really push the boat out. Yeah. I really enjoy the feeling of looking at it and being like, we should have 
gone further. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like we backed up so much. We should have just went head deep. That's right. Absolutely. I I like I like messing around a lot, and um, I I find it's often not something I get to actually use in paid work course, so much of course unfortunately of course it, it, it is tough because like a lot of commercial paid projects they don't want all that experimental kind of yeah. stuff they want clean good looking images that's right you know it, right. you save it for the short films where you get to be experimental <laughs> you get to push the push the buttons on things yeah. and really create some cool stuff there mm -hmm. even if it's you know, you're not entering these films into a film fest. It could be a great portfolio piece. That's right. That's you know? right. That's right. And then people see you for that and they're like, oh, shit, he can do that. That's right. Let's bring him on to our short film or our project that really wants that look that you're yeah. trying to achieve. Yeah. yeah. What, I've, what I've been playing around with recently, just shooting camera tests with, is putting really low-grade, horrible glass in front of my... <laughs> lens oh geez <laughs> and if it's like a cheap magnifying glass yeah or like okay. one of those things that um when you lose your eyesight they magnify the yeah, page yeah, 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 yeah. these like plastic sheets yeah they're so fun to play that's with it's funny eh? because it looks so strange that's funny but highly stylized like people would scream out like oh my god you, yeah, you have what a four thousand dollar lens in front of you and you're gonna I put know, that I in know. front of it yeah 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 well i guess it's um it's the cheap way of doing a split diopter or, or something like that. It's absolutely. It's uh, it gives you an interesting look to play around with. Now I'm I haven't used that for a job yet. Yeah, but you whoever's out there <laughs> <laughs> wants to make something strange. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna bring Stephen back in for right. another question. Tagging out. I should have another guest to swap out <laughs> as we go. Yeah, we need to have a table and a third mic, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. As the as the podcast mic, where we definitely should bring on some additional gear to maybe have a team of like four people doing questions. But yeah, it'll get there. It'll get there. It'll Next get one. there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Eric has some fantastic questions there, and I guess like I'm I'm a total gear file. Like I love yeah. talking about all things gear. So what is your go-to rig setup or camera setup when you're doing your yeah. shoots? I, what I love about this job in particular is you get to use every camera. Oh, that's there. such a good answer. So it's not just one type. <laughs> it's so much fun because you get to know different camera systems. Obviously, you, you gravitate towards some. Mm -hmm. um, but I found a lot of things in general that I like by doing that, hopping around. Exactly. I personally love a heavy rig. The heavier it is. Really? Yeah. yeah which isn't great for your back. <laughs> Especially because I love to shoot my shoulder. You're um, a shoulder shooter? Okay, cool. I, yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, I find, I guess it's close to my eyes. I, I'm unfortunately fairly tall. So sometimes you're looking down. So you got to... There's advantages look. and disadvantages. That's right. That's right. Yep. And mm -hmm. you shoot, you know, ultimately whatever's right for whatever you need to be shooting. Exactly. But um, I find the camera's close to me, uh -huh. to my eyes, and I can move towards someone else's face. And human faces are so beautiful to shoot. And I, I like being that close to the action and totally to guide it that way. Because um, then you're shooting. I'm shooting my eyes. You're you know, shooting what I, the eye sees. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, so yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. But I like a heavy, heavy rig. 
because I find it helps with stability. Mm-hmm. And it also, it's nice to, to have something to hold close to me. And absolutely. I don't know. I like that a lot. Do you um, use, do you use gimbals at all or any kind of like stabilization support? For occasionally. Your yeah. Um, I, I often like for someone else to be operating it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of like benefits, but the yeah. setup time, oh my God, it can be, it can be a total yeah. like journey just putting yeah. a, a rig together in a hurry. That's right. It, That's right. Know? Because they have a really, um, they've, they've changed a lot. Gimbals, yeah. right? Steadicam-esque, Dolly-esque shots and just interesting movement that you wouldn't be able to get otherwise. They're yeah. great. They're great. Um, I don't shoot on them too much. To be honest, and I guess primarily my work is is a lot of documentary anyway. Okay, and yeah. so um, uh, it's a little bit less maybe stylized, and so sometimes your it's, it's a very a controlled of kind of look sometimes yeah. with any kind of stabilization. Whereas like you get a different feel, like yeah, you're brought into that yeah. different experience when it's over the shoulder yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I totally. guess maybe there's there's you need a lot of time with a gimbal to set it up. Yeah, you do. To set up the shot. Never rush your gimbal. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or bringing that gimbal to a shoot for the first time. That's never That's a right. good thing to do. Never do that. <laughs> Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> I, I hope there's not a story about <laughs> Oh, that's but, a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also how you get to, to, uh, to learn. The mistakes are fun. Oh, you know, that is, and on that topic, this wasn't, this wasn't written down in the notes, mm. but tell us a mistake that you maybe have done Oof. that's turned into potentially an amazing result that yeah. you never expected. Yeah. There isn't a specific example that comes to mind of that it turned into something great. Totally. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but certainly it's informed every decision that I make when you when you make that mistake. That's a classy answer. When you <laughs> <laughs> I know. So is it two uh politicians answer dodging yeah. the question? Yeah, exactly. But, the question um, <laughs> answers the question. <laughs> that's right. But I mean it is true. You you know, you forget that one thing one time that would have helped with this. Exactly. You never forget that thing again. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um I guess that's that's also a challenge too at the same time is when you think, oh, this is a small shoot. I don't need my whole kit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on that shoot and I'm thinking, I could use my whole kit right now. <laughs> and so <laughs> that I, I found over time, I just bring everything on yep. a shoot because yep. I... You can't risk. Why not over prepare? Yeah. Especially when you go to shoot. That's actually a great advice to any videographer. I right. Think, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a lot to carry. I mean, this is why, I mean, Eric rocks out this rocking like cart that expands yeah. and basically carries a house on it. Yeah. But I mean, if you and sometimes. You need your house with you, you at all times. Yeah, totally. If <laughs> you, you have it. <laughs> if you're prepped to go. I mean, you you definitely don't miss an opportunity the director might have, the producer mm. might have, because you just have that extra gear on hand, right? That's so. right. That's right. And I guess that's interesting, too, because it's it's one of those things where, as a creative on the job, that is certainly the way you want to go, because you have something to gain from every job you do, not yeah. in just, not monetarily, but the, I mean, we were talking about these little light panels here that you've yeah. got. It's not something that you plan to bring necessarily, but you bring it and then you find 
I want to use that and just throw it there and add that little something. Or you see someone on a set using them. Like we had lighting tech in one of our shoots uh, recently for the the Governor General's Awards. Mm. Uh, Frank Harris, phenomenal light artist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A lightest, a light artist, a light technician. I like lightest. I haven't heard that before. Lightest. I mean, I know there's all <laughs> kinds lightest. of different titles, but Frank was incredible. And he had this, like, he had the pack of eight of these things. Yeah. And it was like wizardry. Mm seeing how you can manipulate these aperture not to promote aperture we're not here to do that but these little aperture <laughs> rgbs yeah paper motion um but these aperture rgbs they, they just add such dimension to any shoot mm -hmm. and he whipped them up in oh gosh i don't know five minutes yeah and yeah. then turns the whole scene into something else right yeah. and that could be the difference from you getting work with that producer or director again that extra zhuzh the extra the, zhuzh the see oh that person put the effort in yeah to making this good for me and them the and title of his episode is now called the extra Zhuzh. oh yes like i'm curious that. to see how you spell that because i don't I, know how i, I don't think it's the dictionary that. no it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna tag team back to eric and eric's gonna take over here all right all right again i'm back tagged back in Woohoo! so i think this is gonna be my last question okay i'm um, sorry to hear it what would you i guess what would you say to young filmmakers who want to start but don't know where to start, mm. what gear to buy. You don't even have to say what gear to buy, but maybe some things that are essential yeah. for starting as a filmmaker Yeah, for someone who has no idea how to start but wants to take yeah. the Nestle plunge. Yeah. The cool thing about this industry that I found is there is no way, one way to get started, which is amazing because that means someone who is starting out can make their own path that no one else has, has made before. Um, because every person that I speak to has a different story of how Absolutely. they got started. And I've got a different story than anyone else. And there are obviously commonalities. Going out there and 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 finding that you that you really enjoy it. The passion I think is big for me. I know for some people it is a job and that's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I unfortunately don't have that work life balance <laughs> because I love it too much. But um if you have a real real passion for it, it's I think it's easy to find a path into it. A lot of people say it that just creating is 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 um is a good way to do it and it really is. Yeah, it's and, the best way to learn. Yeah. And finding people certainly cuz I had a move to Canada and grew up in the UK yeah. and I knew a lot of people there obviously because you, know, you also grow up there and you've got larger networks absolutely because that's where you were brought up but moving here the way i got by was reaching out to people finding communities online meeting up with people shooting passion projects shooting stuff for fun yeah and then those people that sure maybe i worked with them for th you know three four times on stuff for free and it's yeah. fun it's, I'm thinking, oh, it's not going to pay my bills. Ends up doing that because you're all growing together. Yeah. They they see, oh, this person really likes and puts the effort in. We're just doing something for fun. Yeah. I'm going to help this person. This person is going to come on with me. You know, shadowing people. Absolutely. Making connections that way. Yeah. This is won't be the case for everyone, but I mean, I was applying and like messaging 10 to 15 people a day. I think that's what you have to do, though. Yeah. Like, if you really want to get into the industry, you have to not be afraid yeah. to cold call and reach yeah. out to people and be like, hey, 
you know, I'll volunteer being your PA、Absolutely. for the day. Yeah. You know, and then while you're being a PA, you can just watch and help, and you、yeah. start to learn the ropes、yeah. of the industry, of these commercials, of、yeah. whoever you're working with,、That's、and then、right. you could just transfer that knowledge into your own work.、Mm-hmm. You know, you find that. You could even start with like a small DSLR nowadays.、Yeah. Even your phone, if you don't have a camera, that's true. The phone capabilities、right. nowadays、You're、are、right. wild. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I've even used cell phone footage in actual projects, larger projects, or GoPro even. Like, oh yeah, and small in, little action cam. And if you if you have a creative vision for what that thing is, it slots right in. Absolutely, it doesn't matter. All it takes is a good idea. That's right. It doesn't、right. matter what kind of gear you have. It's、If、true. You have a great. I've seen some horribly shot ideas. Yeah. But I was dying of laughter because <laughs> of how funny they were and how how well they were written. Yeah. But they were shot on like probably something crappy that only shot seven twenty p. Yeah. But it's because it was so funny and such a good idea. I was dying laughing, laughing, and I was sharing it with a bunch of people. Yeah, of、so、course. It takes that great idea. Of course. I guess you've got platforms now specifically based around people creating on their cell phones and and. Millions of people gravitate towards that, yeah,、um, because the the idea is interesting. Absolutely, it's what it's the idea that will take off rather than the quality of the、yeah. footage, I guess. Yeah,、right? but I I guess that's the thing is is create and fo- I I truly think I mean it is a real network based industry,、mm-hmm. which can be daunting sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely, because you know the people that I maybe want to work with. I don't know, and、mm-hmm. so I'm not working with them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But、um, if you find people you really jive with, yeah, jive is the word. <laughs> jive, judge. <laughs> then, the then run with it because you'll make good stuff. Yeah, even if you're not at that point, just、mm-hmm. keep going. And, exactly. And you'll, you'll, I think that's that's key. Is yeah the people the people you're with. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter as long as everyone's passionate about what、That's、they're doing.、Right. Yeah, then then you guys can make something. That's right. <laughs> well, sir, it was a pleasure. Likewise, this is a great conversation. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna be、Lots、set up for three people next time. Okay, you know this little hop in and hop I'm out. I'm gonna hold、it、you、works. to that, <laughs> and then you're gonna come back when we have a proper three person setup. There we are.、Uh, but yeah, this was a pleasure. Thank、yes. you for coming to the studio. Truly, and yeah.、Uh, yeah, me and Stephen are thankful for having you here. Yeah, sharing your knowledge、yeah. with whoever is going to be listening to this. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely chatting. Awesome. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you.